Hey everybody, this is Harrison. Uh, before we start the show, uh, wanted to start off with a couple of things up front. Uh, one, I realize this is a trying time for most of the planet right now, and uh, I hope you're staying safe. If you are able to, I hope you are staying home and away from other filthy human beings. Uh, if you are in a position like me, where uh, you are illogically deemed essential to society, which I, that's a whole other thing. Don't worry about that for right now. I hope you are taking all necessary precautions. Please wash your hands. Don't sneeze on other people. I realize that ruins a lot of fun party games. Yeah, just do your best. Stay safe. Uh, this podcast should continue without interruption because all it requires is literally for both me and a parent to stay home and watch movies. So that's not going to, you can, you can count on us. Uh, please stay safe and stay alive. Have you ever heard of Mom? I believe so, yes. Some sort of native superstition. It's money and adventure and fame. It's the thrill of a lifetime and a half-hour podcast that drops at midnight Eastern Time on Fridays. She's always been king of her world, but we'll teach her fear. We're millionaires, boys. I'll share it with all of you. Why, in a few months, it'll be lights up on Broadway. Kathy, the eighth wonder of the world! Why don't you just do a phone one next time? Turns out my phone, because I work in a factory with a lot of steel dust going around, it's gotten into the magnets that are in the speakers and microphone. So, unless I, because I'm almost never talking to people on the phone anymore, it's always through like my car's speakerphone and mm-hmm. whatnot, the mm-hmm. Bluetooth stuff. You can barely hear anything. The sound is completely distorted now. I have to be on speakerphone for my friends to hear me. It's, so, what are you going to do? Well, I got to get uh, a, a thing of condensed air and blast the ever living daylights out of the speaker and microphone on my phone. So, that's going to be hilarious and fun. Yeah, just a real good time. Am I not getting my microphone picked up properly? No? Are you ever happy? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son podcast expedition through pop culture. I am Harrison, the son, and normally I would say I would wait a second or two and be silent, and then Dad would say, and I'm the other guy, or and I'm the pop. But we've got something a little different for you this week, thanks to... Uh, uh, forgotten travel arrangements and coronaviruses and the imminent death of humanity. This week, it's not Frank Reviews, it's Kathy Reviews. Kathy, my mom, hooray! And despite everything happening, we decided to go ahead anyway 
and see King Kong, which we got our money back from the the theaters closing, and we instead rented at home on TV. Uh, The original 1933 King Kong, uh, which was kind of the first movie of its kind. Mom, tell me your thoughts about King Kong. I don't think a big scream would have helped. In what way? I think I actually think the big screen would have made it look even more fake. Really? I think so, yes. Okay, so like you weren't like excited by the old special effects and the stop motion? Um Well, I want to use the word corny. <laughs> okay. Because like that's it, it just seemed corny with all the special effects we have now. Okay. I mean, that's a and, fair take. And we had the claymation King Kong and a doll in his hand. And I don't, it was just. Did you find out how many screams Faye Ray had? A uh, no, scream? I didn't do a scream count on Faye Ray. We had it. We uh, need, all she did was scream. That was, all she did okay, was scream. Okay, so like. I, I I had never seen this movie before. I'm mostly familiar with the Peter Jackson 2005 one. And I would also like to apologize at this point. The guest we were supposed to have on this week. Uh, self-quarantine. Self-quarantine. Big shock. And we couldn't figure out a Skype uh, no solution. Skype. But he will be on in a future episode. Future. Uh, I've, I've asked him to just pick one of the more buck wild uh, <gasps> King Kong. Not King Kong. There Godzilla you go. One movies. of my favorite. Buck something across the. Uh, oh gosh! Oh, what was me... it? Peter Weller is in no, it. Oh yeah, I, I know the movie. Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. Oh That's... man, I'll watch that. I haven't seen that in forever. All right, Probably before you were born. Well, I... Buckaroo Banzai. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is in that. It's all it's Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh, that's who I meant, Jeff that's Goldblum. Who, yeah, that's who you had. Okay, okay, okay. Um, back to back to King yeah, Kong. Um, no, so, but, so I so I asked him to pick the most Buckwild Godzilla movie. Yes. Um, uh, so I'm not sure what we're going to end up watching there, but yeah, that's definitely going to be happening next week. We should be back with Frank doing Evil Dead Two, which I know Evil Dad's Dead. very excited for. Which is I will be up in my stairs upstairs. Yeah, uh, which leads to a great conversation we had about this podcast uh, last week. Why can't you do nice movies? Yeah, why can't you do nice <laughs> movies? Well, I want to. I want to watch Bringing Up Baby. Okay. Because when you were born, that's that's what I would sing to you. Right. I okay. can't give you anything but love, baby. Okay. Okay. Well, so anyway, back to King Kong. I, I'm pretty sure it's on the list. I mean, is Princess Bride list? is also on the list. The Muppet movie is on the list. You with my. Father. I really want to just. Happy I feet. I got the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune after last week's episode, and it's a documentary about the 1975 version of Dune that never got made. Ooh. It is the most crazy documentary yes. I've ever seen. So I listen to a lot of the podcast Super Ego, which is okay. um, an improvised sketch comedy podcast. Okay, and one of the recurring characters is H.R. Giger. Hello, I am a narco sculptor. <laughs> so that's just kind of how I'm like, that's the image of H.R. Giger that is in my head. H.R. Okay. Giger is actually interviewed in Jodorowsky's Dune. And first off, he is shaped like a sphere with like an angry thumb perched on top of it. And and then he's talking in, um, uh, I want to say Swiss. And 
So it just comes across as... He sounds like an angry gremlin that's been stuck inside of a Cuisinart. I am so glad I don't have to watch all these movies. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then on top of that, my friend uh, and uh, friend of the show, Jessica, sent me a uh, digital copy of the extended cut of the David Lynch Dune, which is over three hours long. So that's what my weekend's oh my gonna gosh. look like. I'm so excited about it. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, no, I was actually, I really loved the special effects in this uh, uh, 33 King Kong. You could, like, you could very clearly see, like, um, because King Kong was hairy, you could see the, 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 oh, yeah, the places could. where the fingers would try to animate the puppet as yes. without, like, ruffling the fur as much as possible. Yes. It was... Like, they did some stuff that I've not seen in a movie like this before, where, like, the actors are in the foreground and and the camera is moving, but it's moving at the same speed that the um, the, the, the stop-motion marionettes are moving oh, in yeah. the background. Like, yes. they coordinated the two different frames at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. There's one point where uh, Carl Denham shoots a stegosaurus... Oh, yeah. And the Stegosaurus reacts immediately. And it's like, oh, they sync this up perfectly. This they is did. amazing. They did. The I technology actually... was very good. I mean, you're talking 1933. Right. So, So the Empire yes. State Building was literally built three years before. It's not funny. In the opening credits, I'm thinking, is the Empire State Building built by this time? Realizing I've seen the movie before. And right, yeah. Khan climbs the Empire State Building. You kind of know building. how it ends, yeah. Yeah. I, uh... Be- beauty killed the beast. Cause beauty killed the beast. Yes. I was, um... <laughs> we, we, we are at some point gonna, like, I, I wanna cover at least the 1976 and the 2005 King Kong, uh, before we get to the, um, Kong Skull Island that leads up to the inevitable I'm Godzilla not watching any King of them. Kong. Oh, no, this is for me and Dad. Yeah, I'm not yeah, watching I any know of Dad's, them. Dad's excited to see, but it's like King Kong's got, like, thumbs. He's going to take Godzilla down, and I am firmly Team Godzilla, but uh, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> it, um, I, I found the movie, like, shockingly brutal. Oh, uh, yes. Actually, there's the bit where um, Kong is, like, thumping the log down over the bridge, oh, yes. and the men are, like, hanging oh, onto it. Oh, and you can tell in certain shots that it's very clearly, like, you know, stop-motion puppet human right. figures that get dropped to the bottom of this, oh, so this gulch. Uh, but it's, like, despite knowing that it, that they're they're not real humans, you're just like, oh, my God, they actually did that and shown it on camera. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, when Kong falls off the tower, he actually bounces once or twice off the side of uh, the I Empire know, State. No, that was like, horrible. Wow. He couldn't just fall and, no, he had a bounce. Boom, boom. Have you seen the, the Peter Jackson 2005 King Kong? No. Okay, well, it's three hours long, like oh. any Peter Jackson movie is, and it really focuses on, like, the emotional relationship between uh, uh, Kong and I honestly can't remember the character's name now, Fay Ray. Uh, the, the... God in heaven, what is the character's name? Beauty. Yeah, Beauty, the blonde. The blonde. The blonde. Oh, God. That's also like, wow, the casual uh, racism in this movie is just way more rampant than I could have remembered. That were that was the times. Yeah. Like, the... We've the, grown. The Sure, we are. Have we? 
Okay, some people have haven't. We? Some people haven't, but a lot have. I don't think we've grown much as a society. But I mean, no. at least we're not putting the the Chinese man in the 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 outlandishly like cartoonishly Chinese outfit and giving him the actual name Charlie. That's the Chinese's character's name in this movie. God. Oh my god. What? Hmm. Oh god. It's just a nightmare. And Darrow is the character's name. And Darrow. So the 2005 it really focuses on the romance, quote unquote, between Anne and King Kong. Oh. Oh boy. Mom. Who's in that movie? Who stars in that movie? Let me pull it up because I can't remember anybody's name now. Uh, King Kong. Nope, not King King. That's the wrong thing. King Son of a gun. I just think that's so weird. What, the romance? Naomi Watts is Anne Darrow, and she's very good from what I remember. Jack Black is Carl Denham, the director. Oh, he's I, probably funny. I actually really is like him. Is he funny in it? I guess he can't be funny. I mean, funny. he's not doing his, his shticky right. thing, but he is, like, probably one of the more, like, engaging characters in the yes. film. Adrian Brody is Jack Driscoll. Um, Adrian Brody, yeah, a skinny little thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but like that's a whole other thing. Like the 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 romance in this movie was the most shoehorned, bonkers thing in this film. So in the in the thirty three version, Jack Driscoll is the first mate of the ship, and he's like the the leading man kind yes. of thing, and about fifteen twenty minutes into the movie. Anne and Jack are having maybe their second conversation ever. In is that when they started kissing? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's supposedly it's the second conversation they've ever had in these six weeks that they have been on this boat. Oh, I have to make room for a dog. Yeah. Sorry, dog. Penny wants to get up. Okay. Well, you're free to get up now. It's their second conversation ever in the six weeks that they've been on this boat. And and he's like, I'm I'm kind of afraid of you. Actually, I think I kind of love you. And it's like, you are uh, two paragraphs into your second conversation ever. What's happening? Well, they needed time for all the monsters. Well, we had to have the how many how many um nobody's paying dinosaurs. Yeah, nobody's paying ticket prices to see the human romance of this film. Like nobody cares. It's let's get to the monsters. So we saw. We saw a thing with a long neck. We saw a Tyrannosaurus. We, we, we saw, saw a yeah. We saw Stegosaurus. Like, we saw a thing flying. We saw great, and then we uh, saw Kong. Eventually, yeah. Oh, Kong. and how many snakes did he have to fight? Or oh my god, yeah. Two, well, the, three. I think the creepiest thing in the movie for me was that there were clearly two different versions of Kong. There's the the stop motion animation puppet okay. Kong, but then for like close ups of Kong's face, oh. they had like. Uh, a Halloween dime store mask with extra fuzzy felt glued onto it. And it just had this intensely creepy look on its face. Like this big weird, uh, uh, um, almost like minstrel showy grin to it that was just like, oh, oh, this is creepy beyond recognition. Thank you very much for this movie. Well, and let's get into the fashion. Okay. <gasps> okay. Oh, yeah. You can tell there wasn't any rating system yet, can't you? 
God, you could see through well, half of her gowns. Yeah, this was this was. I don't think they ever uh, thought this movie would be uh, broadcast A in HD. Holy smokes! I'm not sure what you're expect. Like, you know, this was kind of like a throwaway industry at this point. Um, I don't there's think so much th- that was like they literally found the um, the wireframe skeleton of the King Kong puppet in like a basement somewhere because the 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 production studios were constantly just throwing things out because they couldn't even be bothered to sell them. Well, I'm telling I think you, Peter you Jackson can, owns that now. You can tell there was no rating system. Yeah, yet. yeah. Or I think this was before the Hayes Code. Let me find that out. What's Hayes the Hayes Code? Code. Well, we're gonna learn together. Here we go. The Hayes Code was the informal name for the Motion Picture Production Code, adopted in 1930, but not t- seriously enforced until 34. That's the- because of the Kong movie and her yeah. dresses. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, the Code was a set of rules governing American filmmaking that shaped in many ways stifled American cinema for over three decades. So this was created before Kong, but not put into effect until after coming. Well, that's because of her gowns, I'm telling you right now. And let me see if I can find... Um, oh, wow, this is a long list of things. Um, oh, this is a list of movies that were affected by the code. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it, it's a bunch of odd rules. Here we go. Blasphemy, uh, including the name of God as an expletive or explanation, was not allowed. Uh, the sanctity of marriage had to be upheld. <laughs> Uh, drug use, including alcohol consumption, could not be shown unless the plot called for it. That's a there's a fun workaround. Well, I would be drinking heavily if I was saw Kong. <laughs> Topics considered perverse could not be discussed or depicted in any way. Uh, included but not limited to homosexuality, uh, interracial relationships, bestiality, or venereal diseases. Oh, hey kids. Are you gay, or do you love somebody that's not a you? You you are up there with bestiality and venereal diseases. Way to go! There's something you want to talk over with yeah. your mom, right? Hey, well, you signed up for this. Uh, or at least I forced this upon you. Um, uh, all detailed depiction of crime had to be removed. This included lockpicking, safe cracking, or the mixing of chemicals to make explosives. Now, I think they did do like a weird workaround for this. Uh, because I know in some movies there are there's a lot of crime portrayed, yes. Yes. but I think a later revision to the Hayes Code was that um, it would it had to be shown that criminals w- would not get away with it. Ooh, no. Uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything? Uh, uh, do you have a favorite scene? Oh, him definitely climbing the. Uh... The Empire State the Building. The Empire State Building. That's so iconic, isn't mm, it? Just yeah. him just turn one hand and climbing all up. <laughs> and the the airplanes and when he catches the airplane. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. That was cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um they took that one woman out of oh, the yeah. poor lady was sleeping. I can see me doing that. How I'm sleeping like soundly to- and just all of a sudden this huge hand comes in and then Throws Just you out. drops you out to the ground. Oh, yeah. that was horrible. Oh, my God. Um, when he just, for no apparent reason, rips up the uh, the elevated train tracks. Yeah. I don't think he had any motivation for that. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And then he just, after the train crashes, she just beats on the car for a few seconds uh, afterwards. Uh, yeah. Wow. 
Just yes. what a he's not a team player. No. no, no, not at all. No, it's uh, I will say in the 2005 version, uh, Kong is played by Andy Serkis. In, really? Yeah, yeah. He has a live action role in the movie too as um, Cookie, the ship's cook, who oh was gosh. not a violent Chinese stereotype. He was just a grungy Andy Serkis who spent most of his time on screen peeling potatoes and crying. Uh, so that's fun. Why did he cry? Because he gets killed brutally. The monster or? No, uh, Cookie the Cook, Andy Serkis. Oh, he really does? I mean, I guess Andy Serkis dies twice in that movie because he's oh, playing Cookie the Cook and King sad. Kong. That's sad. I'm glad I won't have to watch that one. You can't. It's a great movie. No, I'm not say. watching. I know the plot. <laughs> but Kong you, falls you off the Empire State Building. You've Wait seen minute. the movie, but Does how he... would you like to see it? Three hours long. No, thank Same you. Same movie. What buildings do they? What buildings in the 2005? What building does he climb? Oh, it's up? set in 1933. It's almost like a. Oh my gosh! For, you're kidding. It is. I swear to God, it is almost beat for beat a remake of wow. the original 33 King Kong. Like Peter Jackson, lo- this is his favorite movie, so he remade oh my gosh. it. I keep saying beat for beat, but it's it's almost shot for shot almost. But there's more monsters. There's It's almost broken down perfectly into three separate acts. An hour uh, in New York before right. they set sail. Right. Like establishing all the different characters and players and right. the, the, the meeting. Do of, they take uh, a ship? Yeah. They do take a ship. Yeah. But like the, the entire meeting with uh, between um, Carl Denham and Anne, it happens exactly the same way. In the 2005, where she's contemplating stealing an apple, right. Carl saves uh, uh, saves her, but takes her out to dinner. But then it's just, there's like 20 extra minutes with Anne like being a vaudeville performer, and Jack trying to raise money for his next film. Did, um... And they recreate in agonizing detail in CGI, Times Square, 1933. Does it look okay? It looks pretty good. Like, you can't fault him for skimping on details. That's like, there's good. a shot of Times Square in the 33 movie. Yeah. And we both laugh because the Coca-Cola advertisement yes, is like, oh, still they there. still paying rent on that advertising <laughs> yeah. space. All right. <laughs> wow. That's some, that's some brand. It hasn't really, well, I guess it has. It's Times gotten, Square's Yeah, changed. it's gotten bigger and shinier. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine back in 1933 that looking like that? I mean, coming from, even if he came from Langhorn yeah. and went to New York and saw oh, yeah. Times Square, he'd be shocked. Oh, yeah. One of my one of my favorite uses of Times Square, there's always, always, there's always, anytime there's like a fish out of water moment in oh, New yeah. York City, yep. any movie you can care to think of, uh, Captain America, the First Avenger, Borat, those are just the first two coming to yeah. my mind. There's always a, like... Uh, shot encircling the lead character from below as they're looking up at the lights of Times Square and it's just circling around them as they take it all in. Yep. And it's like, wow, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's Times it. Square yeah. really is just a whole other planet. Um, a, 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 a violent monstrosity of neon and advertising. It and it was the is. same in 1933. So it's. There you go. More things change, I guess. The more they say the same. Yeah. Right. Well, I was it based on a book or anything? I don't believe so. Now this is why I'm mad that Max didn't come because why would he win now? He has he has uh, he has all of the information of all kaiju. No, I'm not seeing anything on here. 
Let's hmm. ask Google real fast. Hang on. Google. Quick cameo. Was King Kong based on a book? Okay, so yes and no. It was based, quote-unquote, on a book that came out in 1932, but the book was written by, uh, <laughs> by Delos W. Lovelace because his friend Marion C. Cooper was going to be directing a film about King Kong. So it's an Ouroboros. The book okay. got written... Because the movie was being made. Got it. And, yeah, got it. so... <laughs> got it, got it. It's a King Kong eating its own tail. Uh, <laughs> did you have any other uh, things that, that stood now out should to we you? do our best Fay Ray? Oh, oh. Um, you can't see my legs squirming. My yeah. legs were always squirming. It, she's, it's a, it's a, the, the role of Andaro calls for a lot of... And a lot of and flailing. Her eyes bulging out of her and, head. And then a lot of pretending to faint. Did she faint a lot? She fainted a lot. Well, I think I, I think would you, too. you had a good laugh because, like, by the time they finally get to the top of Skull Mountain, it's not Skull Island, it's Skull Mountain okay. in this version. But, by, like, she's screaming the entire time Kong is hauling her across the island and up the mountain. And then when they get to the top of the mountain, she finally passes out. It's like, you, you, now? Right, I would have passed out the first second he... Yeah, it just, like, it's... Yeah. It's truly, truly bonkers. Yep. Um... No, this was fun. Although, we could watch a Jane Austen. There's several versions of Pride and Prejudice. We could watch my favorite one is um, Persuasion with Captain Wentworth. And Anne. Oh, another Anne. Should I add it to the list? No, you guys okay. would hate it. <laughs> okay. You guys would hate it. Okay. But thank you. It was fun watching saying, the movie I'm with you. I'm just saying, I have tried to pitch movies to you many times before. Yes. Most notably... I would say Die Hard. And I love Die Hard. Yeah, no, this is the joke. I said something like, uh, it was it was like Christmas Eve and the family was going to go its own separate ways. And I kind of absentmindedly said, yeah, I'm just going to go watch Die Hard after years of me saying it's a good movie. You would enjoy it. And then you say, because it's Christmas, oh, we should all be a family. Can we watch Die Hard all together? And you are glued to the screen for the full <laughs> runtime. Blue and you are screen. you and then the next Christmas is like aren't there sequels? Can we watch another Die Hard? It's like you don't want to watch the other Die Hards. I'll watch Die Hard one again. Um I will happily do that. But, but I like, like is Die Hard three the one he's where he's got the young kid with him or something or I well and truly have never seen any of the Die Hard sequels. Oh so there's Die Hard. Die Hard. And I, I gotta say, despite not having seen the movies, I love the naming conventions of okay. them. So Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Die That's harder. the greatest sequel name ever. Okay. I want every movie to be named whatever harder. to whatever harder. Pride Star and Wars 2, Star harder. Wars Harder. Yeah. No, no. Persuasion. Terry, no, harder. Terry Pratchett actually has the best Jane Austen title joke ever. Oh, what? Ever. What? He, he manages in book, he manages to convince the young... Is it Jane Austen's the author, correct? Yes. Am I getting that correct? Yes. Okay, good. It's not one of the characters. He Like, there's a Jane Austen analog in the story, and 
Sam Vimes convinces her to write a story about a hard-boiled detective. So at the end of the book, it's the greatest, you know, comeback joke of all time. He he picks up a copy of the newly published Pride and Extreme Prejudice. And it's like, that's the greatest! That's funny. I love it so much. Um, um, but no, you'd love, you honestly would love the 2005 King Kong. It Like, just trust me on some of these things. I know. Oh, we would we would be able to do so much more as a family oh, together. Oh yes, much another King yeah. Kong movie. Um, Harry, yeah. you said Terry Pratchett. Yeah, Terry Pratchett. Um, are we going to see any more of the Good and Evil? The, the Good uh, and Evil. The one we watched. Oh, Good Omens. Good Omens. No, that's the whole book. That was the whole. That book? was the whole book. Oh, but I really like that. No, I know. And people have been asking them to do a sequel since the book came out in, like, I want to say 1989, 1990. Yes. yes. And uh, now Terry Pratchett is dead. Dead. So now he's I just very in seriously realm. don't think we're ever getting a sequel to that. I, really I have like copies it. of the book. I will lend to you. No, it was fun watching there's it. A, there's a wonderful, came out in, like, 2013, 2014. There's a wonderful... A six-part radio play adaptation, Mm -hmm. and uh, Crowley is played by Peter Serafinowicz, who played the Tick, who uh, uh, Dad really, uh, really likes. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, that really was such perfect casting. David Tennant, like I, me and my ex were talking about in like 2010. It's like David Tennant would make a perfect Crowley. It's a shame it'll never happen. And then eight, nine years later, it happened. It happened. And what's the guy's name that played? um... The good side. Michael Sheen. Oh, I like him too. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's fun. Yes. Um So I guess cl- that's about it. That's that's I think we've we've run out of uh things to talk about in terms of our reactions to King Kong, especially because our special guest couldn't make it. If no you're listening, guest. I know you're not. I know your girlfriend listens. So Heather Hi girlfriend. Go to yeah. Hi girlfriend. Go tell boyfriend to Get his button gear and get on this show. In gear. Yeah, come on. The hell. Let's do this. Uh, Mom, if yes. w- do you, like, Dad usually closes out the show by telling people to go out and do something with their lives. Do you no. have a. Yes, I do. Okay. Stay home and wash <laughs> your hands. I do. I know that's very serious, Stay actual, real advice. But as a counterpoint to dad's normal sign off it is entirely too good so yes um stay in and do something with your lives wash your hands and wash your hands (laughs) you filthy animal that was good History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Corona. History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Corona. History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Corona. History shows again and again how nature points out the folly of man. Corona! Wash your fucking hands!